One, two, one, two, three, four. Alive is a, a connection group, always living in view of eternity, that meets on Wednesday evenings at 6.30. Uh, and we're losing one of our, our members of our group in church for many, many years. And uh, due to health concerns, she's, uh, she's moving to Virginia to be closer to her daughter. So we want to take an opportunity to say farewell to Rose. And because we're a church, we want to open up uh, this farewell opportunity to all of you. Uh, with a potluck dinner on Wednesday evening, October 18th. We'll ask you to bring a, a main dish and a dessert to share, as well as a card uh, to help remember Rose. 
So don't forget, if you're going to come join us, 6.30, bring a main dish to share and a dessert, and we will have a wonderful time together. We have so many people coming through the doors every week from our community, and it's important to keep our building in tip-top shape for everyone. Remember, keep your church like your home. So if you guys could come, it would be a lot of help because many hands make less work. See you there. Attention Soul Sisters. We have a four-week Bible study coming up uh, starting October 24th. Um, it's held at 6 p.m. on Tuesday evenings. It's at Leslie's house. Gratitude. Giving God thanks in all things, um, even in the hard times. And sometimes we need to be reminded of that. And uh, so if you'd like to come out and join this group um, of, and uh, really enjoy being there for one another and growing in Christ, then uh, come on out Tuesday evening, 6 p.m. And uh, if you need any further information, uh, feel free to reach out to there. It's finally starting to get cool again. Trunk or treat. We need a huge amount of candy this year for trunk or treat. If you can, grab a couple of bags of candy and donate. Um, those who decorate their own cars will provide their own candy. The last few years we've run out and we always need more. If you can, please uh, be sure the bags have individually wrapped pieces of candy and place them in the drop-off. <laughs> Trunk or Treat is going to be October 29th from 4 to 6, and we need your help. Decorate your car and wear a costume and purchase candy to give out. However, if you don't want to decorate your car, um, you can still come and participate, but if we will do the event. Welcome to, let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us this Sunday just for the youth to come up and praise your name for everything you've done for us and have done for us and will do for us. Um, this room and is in with within everyone as we praise you and listen to the sermon today in your name we pray one Amen. two one two three
Y'all can be seated. One, two, one, two, three, four.
said, For I was hungry, and you gave me something to eat. I was, I was, I was a stranger, and you and you clothed me. I, I was sick, and you looked after me. I was, I was in prison, and and you came to visit me. And Lord, when did we see you hungry, and you gave me something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in, or needy clothes and clothe you? Or in prison and you gave to visit I I tell you the truth. Whatever you did to one of those least of my of these brothers of mine, you did for Jesus to serve before me. Was the case to be selfish? Jesus certainly was not selfish. He was perfect, but he still died on the cross for us. Dear God, is why you send us All right. You exciting, isn't it? I get to say, look at how cool my kids are. Or at least ones are in this room. The rest are downstairs getting ready for the luncheon, uh, which we're going to have after the food. But, so, I don't like to brag, but for the purposes of the story I'm about to tell, I need to flex on my, my childhood. Up, we had a full movie theater in our basement. They bought the basement unfinished so that they could make it into whatever they wanted to make it into. And so over the span of three years, uh, my family built has a full movie theater. And this is the full deal. It's got, it's got a projector. It's got those nice uh, leather seats that you can recline. It's awesome. It even has a bar area. That attracted me the most, though, was the popcorn machine. Not specifically the popcorn machine, but what lay below the popcorn machine. What lay below the popcorn machine was a drawer inside, and it had basically Mike and Ike's, Junior Mints. You think of a candy, it was probably in that candy drawer. And so, obviously, I was very much gravitating at me when I was a kid. I was not a good kid. <clears throat> my parents can attest to this. I was constantly stealing from and lying to my parents. And so, stairs, I would have the alibi of, oh, I'm going to watch a movie. No. I was going down there to steal some candy from the candy drawer. Now, something that, he's not stupid. 
And so whenever I went down there, he would know. He would know that I was heading towards the candy drawer. It actually got exactly how much candy he had. He would know. And so while I was down there, stealing from the candy drawer, most dreaded sound. The sound of my dad opening up the basement door and starting to descend the steps. And so what I would do in that situation was I would door so he wouldn't hear me and they would duck behind the bar area. I was downstairs. And when I got caught, not if, but when, the punishments would be severe. I device is taken. Oh, he got his electronic device taken away. How terrible. It was a big deal to me, though. Y this is how often it happened. Doing it, so I got my iPod taken away. Got it back. I still haven't gotten it back. <laughs> I got, it got brought up in conversation. I could have sworn I gave that back to you. Nope. Said he sold it as soon as he took it, but. But, point is, I never knew when my dad was coming down to catch me. Stealing that when I would hear more starting to descend the steps. I didn't know. Point here I'm trying to make is this. Faith. We don't know when Jesus... Nobody knows the day nor the hour. For all we know, he could... What does that mean for me? What does that mean for other people? So today we're going to be in verses 36 through 44. So if you want to open up to that, you can. But let's go ahead and dive in. Verse 36. But concerning that the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father. I absolutely love it when people say, Jesus is coming back on this day and this hour. What I like just makes his mission to not come back on that. But a good example of this was back in 2011. There was a man named Harold Camping. Harold of Family Radio, a, a Christian talk news radio. A bold prediction. May 21st, 2011 is Judgment Day, the day that Jesus comes back. Boards up on freeways, had people out, out on the street. T May 21st, 2011 is the day Jesus is coming back. So repent. And he waits. And he waits. Nothing. The day comes and passes uneventfully. What Mr. Camping free verse? Matthew 24, verse 36, no one knows the day nor the hour. Not me, not Pastor Kirby, not nobody knows when the day will come. What's more, Matthew gives a couple of examples in the verses to follow. Let's read verses 37 through uh, 39. As were the days of Noah, so will the com be the coming of before the flood. They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day when Noah entered the ark. And they were unaware until the flood came and swept the coming of man. So here, my boy Noah, represent. But he references the story of Noah. 
before the flood came, nobody in daily lives unknowing of what was to come. And so they didn't know what was happening until it was too late. Just as expected, so will the coming of man be. The coming of the Son of Man be. The coming of Jesus. Let's read verses 40 through 42. One will be taken and one left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and one left. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know is talking about some sort of rapture. Eh, but is he? See, we read this and think, not so. Talking about is he isn't referencing a rapture. This is Matthew encouraging us to remain faithful in spite of the suffering here on earth. A day where the righteous will be rewarded for their faith. Until then, we need to keep the faith. Let's finish off with verses 43 through 44. The house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, not let his house be broken into. Therefore, we, all, we must also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. The Son of Man will come like a thief in the night. How many of you have ever had your house broken into before? Okay, a couple of you. I've never had a traumatic experience. An experience that you, nobody knows when the thief is coming. But there are some things that we can do to prepare. We'll prevent your house from being broken into. What can you do? Lock your doors. Lock your windows. Set an alarm system. Have some kind of protection, a dog, a bat. Do to prepare for a thief. You don't know when he's coming, but you can sure prepare for him. Knows when the thief is coming. Therefore, we must constantly be on our guard. So that naturally to our two questions. And what does this mean for others? Jesus is coming back way we can know when he is coming back. Respond to this. Indifference. Yeah, Jesus is coming back, but I don't really care. Eh, doesn't matter. Coming back. I don't know when he's coming back. Uh, he could c come back at any moment, and I'm scared to do anything because of that. Excitement. Being so in love with our Savior that you can't wait for his return. Should then translate into action. And that leads us to our final question. What does this mean for others? Ship in Germany. And I spent sitting over and six weeks in a town in the south called Neuhütten. And I was getting to know the language, getting to know the people, working with local youth groups, seeing what ministry is like in Germany. Day, uh, our first day there, I woke up jet lagged, and we went to a local bakery to eat to get some breakfast, and then we drove into a. Schwäbisch Hall was a uh, is a oh it, it's like 
classic medieval German architecture, had a medieval church, had all these different shops. It was really cool. So we, and I remember as we were mentor, Keith pipes up. He says, look at all the people who are around you. Most of those people, way to, but as awkward as that was, it stuck with me. Think about all the people you see on a daily basis. School, grocery store, whatever errands you run. Look at all the people around you when you go to those places. When they die. I realize that Jesus is coming back whether these people are, are willing to accept it or not. There are people out who are going to hell because they either don't know Jesus or they flat out reject his existence. Sit with that for a second. People outside those doors right now. So what do we do with this? Action. With Jesus so much that you're excited for his return. The realization that there are people who aren't living for Christ should spur you into action. Don't you see it? Christ's church needs to prepare for his thing, but by living and witnessing as Jesus. The Great Commission, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father. Obey all that I have commanded you, and behold, to the very end of the age. Our job isn't to, isn't to get caught up in the when. Our job is to get caught up in the mission that he has left us before he comes back. You may be thinking to yourself, there's no way that you, why would he want to use me? All the things that I've done, all the sins that I've committed, how I feel about myself, why would he use How do you think the disciples, they were humans following God. They were self-centered. They did very eyes. Judas was a thief and a betrayer. Jesus for a higher place for them. One denied him three times and all of them deserted him when he needed them the most. Acts chapter 1 verse 6 through 8. When they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know the time. Receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Disciples did all of these things. They doubted him. They abandoned him. And yet Jesus, if he wanted to use them, he wants to the question you have to ask yourself is, do I want to accept him? This is the mission that Jesus has set, not only for our sakes, but for the sakes of those who don't believe as well. Jesus is coming back. He's coming. And if that doesn't excite you, 
if this doesn't spur you into action, you need to look at yourself and see what matters most. Because whether or not you choose to acknowledge this, not just in Woodstock, not just in, in Cherokee County, not just in the Atlanta metro area, not just in Gerald, Jesus. What are you going to do about this? Not what am I going to do about this, what are you going to do about this? Will you stand or will you take the old wooden cross? Heavy, blood spattered. And live for the mission. <coughs> this is our mission. You've heard it. The passage in Matthew and encourages us to do something about it. But also to remain faithful in the meantime. Because we don't know the day or the hour he's going to return. Whatever day or hour that ends up being. Not like disobedient children sticking our hands in the candy drawer. But actively live witnessing to the salvation found in Christ. I want to leave you with a prophecy from Isaiah. It's Isaiah chapter 2 verses 2 through 5. And it gives a vision of the future. A future where uh, we will give up our swords. For that matters. It's God himself. This is a future the other is excited about. Of us. This, this is home. In the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains. And it shall be lifted up above the hills. And the nations shall flow to it. And let us go to, up to the mountain of the Lord. He may teach us his ways. And that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law. And the word of the Lord from Jerusalem, and shall decide disputes for many peoples, shares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Let us walk. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to be here this morning. This is our mission. This is what you've tasked us with. This is what you want. Mission. Help us keep our eyes on this mission. To go and spread your word to all nations. But also help. If there's anyone here in this room who... Who is indifferent about it? Or it's this morning. Get excited about. And to get others excited about as well. We thank you, God. And we love you. It's in your name we pray. It's never too late to come to Jesus. If you feel like you need to make a decision this morning for Jesus, bring this song. Maybe song, maybe being in front of in front of people is scary. I get it. Come find one of us afterwards. We'd love to talk with you, Pastor Kirby and I, and we'd love to introduce you to Jesus. Join me in singing for our, for our song decision. You can stand.
Shoebox, see them shouting, jumping. Ooh, look at how much they are excited. This is the first time those children are receiving the shoe. You can hear the laughter, you can hear the goes and goes and goes. Right now, we're in Ukraine, and today we've given out the 200 million shoebox to a little girl. A privilege for us to be able to come and to help the people. It's important because every box is an opportunity to tell a child about God's love, about His Son, Jesus Christ. There's so much joy that one can really experience the love of Jesus. At Operation Christmas Show, we celebrate something as simple as the shoebox because God uses it to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is such an amazing time. We're so happy to be here. Of life all year round. We never dreamed we'd have an army of men and women who would come to make this program happen. This is what it's all about. These shoe boxes go into 120 different countries. We use them to bring the gospel to kids. So you may think it's just a simple gift at Christmas time, but it's the gift of the gospel, the story of Jesus Christ. When that and it goes around the world, that's not just one person. They're delivering the good news of the gospel. They go by plane, they go by ship, they go by riverboat, they go by camels, they go by motorbikes. And these boxes go to some of the most remote. Every box counts. After receiving shoeboxes in the Greatest Journey Discipleship Program, these children have just completed 12 lessons in the Greatest Journey. I believe that discipleship is the key friends about Jesus. My name is Gladys and I am nine years old. My friend Kemi told me I needed to go with her to church. But the word of God, and when she came the gift box, for a long time, I asked my mom for a blanket. When I opened my shirt, when I just said it was great, I told her about Jesus. Now me, my mom, my grandma, and Kemi go to church together. God is my savior. Oh, 
touches a child. It's like a snowflake. There's not one shoebox that is the same. And we are reaching millions of children with the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you get the heart of the child, you will reach the heart family, and then you will touch the community. We are seeing churches being planted, and more and more churches are being built. We will do whatever it takes. That gift box is the beginning into their hearts. Isn't it incredible how the joy, the smiles, it changes lives of children disciple. And we couldn't do this without you, so thank you for packing the boxes. Thank you for praying for these children around the world. God bless you, and keep back. share his love to salvation, the good news of Jesus Christ. Do it. Uh, dates, we've got two more weeks to be accepting donations in all the bins that you see around the church. Is the day when the pack day will be. I am doing the teens in the pack day. There is always something that you can do. We're asked to pray over each box that and just whatever you can do, contact either Teresa Meehan, Linda Husso, or Vicki Hancock. If you are available, pack the boxes. For all of you that have already, bless you. Whoever says a little church in Woodstock, Georgia, can't make a difference in the world for Jesus Christ. Can we join united? This outside, if you have any engine, all you've got to do is put in Operation Turkey Style and it'll bring up everything you need to know. Consider if you've got children's, go shopping with them. Let them tell you what to put in the And the names, if you have any questions, are down here at the bottom that will be glad to help you, okay? Thank you. Thank you again for everything you did us for Hair Place and Hunger. And that is why you 